Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Guys, what's up? Today I'll be talking about the sequel to Trilogy of the Terror. Trilogy of the Terror 2. I say of the Terror. And it could be a great part three, right? Uh, Treasure of Terror 2, I remember seeing this on television. I think it was on TBS or TNT when it premiered, if I'm correct. But it's so long I saw it. But um, I remember enjoying it, though. And I actually thought, I think, I'm not sure, I thought Karen Black was in this, but I guess I was wrong. I was shocked. I thought she was in it. Anyway, I got no time to line to be on this. Um, three stories, just like the last movie. Um, of course, part two also got the return of the evil. Voodoo doll. No, it wasn't a voodoo doll. It was an evil doll from the first movie, which was part of the third story, just like the last movie. First story, you got this in this sequel. You got this woman, right? And she got a problem with her husband, who's like this old rich guy, and he's gonna blackmail her if he, if she leaves. So the woman, she, the woman that she's um, the woman that she's gonna sleep with was her cousin. Was like, was kind of yucky, you know. That she's having a feel on her husband on him, and uh, her lover and telling her, you know, let's kill him. So they end up killing the old guy. Um, the woman that lover ended up going to bury the guy, and when they went back and, and found what the will, she ain't gonna get no money because like the money was coded and stuff. So they wonder how how they gonna get the code, you know, like. So they found they wonder that you know what the last place might be in his coffin, his grave. So they gone back to the grave. And this other grave robber trying to rob her, her ex-husband. The woman and her lover killed the grave digger pretty much. And now they go on after the old guy, the old guy's dead body, and they found out that the phlegm is inside the clock his watch, his stop his clock watch, you know, his pocket watch, excuse me. And then the woman decided to kill her lover because she wanted the money for herself. And they saw the body being dragged. She saw, I mean she saw the body being dragged. And when she's going after the old man's body, she realized that the rats are taking away the body, so she she actually had courage to go in there and kill the rats. Kill a little bit of the rats, though, with the gun she has. And then, even though with the rats behind her, she's still going after the fucking pocket watch that contains the flim for, for, of the coded to get the money and stuff. But of course, it's pretty obvious the rats killed her, and you know, she just gets, she's just dead. They ate her. And then we got the second story, which was like my favorite. I don't know why, but for some reason that very many of the horror movies for me is that it's always like a side story or a first or a second story that will stand out from the third story, which I'll get to later, by the way. But this second story I like is about this woman who had killed off her son. She decided to dabble over black magic, by the way, to bring her son back to life. And when she does, the son comes back and the son is like different now. He's like more vicious, like evil and stuff. And the woman ended up being scared of her own son. And then while she's 
it's pretty much like a cat and mouse game now, because now the son's going after his his mom, he's gonna kill her, and you'd be wondering why is he doing this, and then you later you find out that the boy's death wasn't like an accidental death, like, and then the pretty much the woman brought the son back out of guilt, you know, and the boy wanted the truth, you know, talk to me how you used to talk to me, like when you scream at him and stuff, and then while the boy was trying to kill his mom, the mom to pick up a gun and kill the boy, he went back falling over the out the window down to the waters, down the cliff, like a water and stuff. And then the boy came back alive, and the boy pushed the mother downstairs, and then the boys are saying that Bobby never wanted to come back. Like, does he tell his mother that I'm not Bobby, I'm somebody else? And then you find that somebody else was actually a demon going to kill the mom, because Bobby sent the demon over to kill the mother for revenge. And then you got the third story, which is pretty obvious, a remix of the third story from the first movie, but the thing is, it was actually a sequel to the to the third story, because it takes place right after what happened in the first story, with Karen Black turning into the evil doll creature now, and then the cops are investigating the murder of, of Karen Black's character, who's dead, and the mother that she killed it, that was supposed to come from the from the last episode of the third story, she's dead too, and then they find the voodoo doll was burned in the oven, just like how Karen Black's character killed the doll in the first in the third story in the first movie. So the cops took the doll, took it, gave it to the scientist lady to test the doll out to see what's going on, any evidence, what does have to do with the case. And then the woman was in the science lab trying to find out what's going on with this doll, scraping it and stuff. And then, well, she goes downstairs to the security guard eating some pizza and stuff. She came back, realized the doll is missing. The security guard went out looking for the doll. The doll killed the security guards pretty much, and then when the woman saw that, she ran. She got into the elevator, and then the doll appears attacking the woman, and the woman's finding the doll off, you know. And then the woman went back to the science lab, and you know there were scenes like playing homage to the third story from the first movie, like how the doll's cutting through the suitcase. When this one, the, in this one, he's cutting through a case instead. How it was cutting, how it came out, it was just like the third story, like how it was just remixed in a way. And then when, while the woman was finding the doll off, the finale, I mean, she took the doll, put the doll in the acid bath, and pretty much drowned the doll, the doll ended up dying, like, and the woman decided to open the case, open the plastic case of acid, and guess what, pretty obviously the doll sold inside the woman, and the woman's boyfriend decided to come in, open the elevator, and the science woman, scientist woman turned to the doll now, but she had an axe, Killed a boy from the axe to see the fangs, and I, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, how they set that up. But to me, out of the three stories in this sequel, I feel like the second story was awesome. I actually, because I kind of like the suspense of it, it got you curious, like, oh, what's gonna happen next and stuff. And you know, creepy kids are always like fucked up in horror movies, so you kind of enjoy that for a moment. And um, I, I would say that yeah, the second story. I was saying to myself, I wish the second story was the third story. And the third story was the second story because I feel like that was the best main event of this movie. Even though all the two stories were good, but the second story was the best, guys. Anyway, Truth of Terror Part 2. Check it out. Peace, guys. See you later.